3: You can call me baby, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Another clean sheet for England. Cristiano Ronaldo was among the goals again too. It's Wednesday 9th of September. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Vodouche (laughs) Hunter-Raja. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, it's good to have you with us. Before we get into the show, you already know, you must already know that we have some updates for you with the new season almost upon us. Of course, we're delighted to tell you that we will be continuing to bring you five shows a week with the rotating lineup that you're perhaps au fait with by now, three of the eight of us each day. And we're also launching a brand-new channel. That channel is Football Ramble Presents, and it features weekly episodes of On the Continent, regular episodes of The Book Club, At The Match, and plenty more exciting new shows. Of course, the first is a brand new, shiny episode of On The Continent out tomorrow. Just one more sleep, everybody. 10th of September. So go and search Football Ramble Presents and subscribe wherever you get those pods. Now, gentlemen, with the admin out of the way, we move into the that excitement. Wa- that was an admin.
4: Marcus, mm. it's very important. When we're talking about the rotating guests, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about like a big, lazy Susan, and we're just kind of like rotating, because oh, yeah. we're, we're, we're on a big table. It's very circular, mm. and it reminds me of like a,
3: a fancy Chinese meal. The most impressive table of the round variety I've ever seen was in the, the Great Hall in Winchester. Right. Which they say is the, the table the knights, where the knights used to sit around, knights of the round table. If and it's go, still a table, fine. But they stuck it on the wall, didn't they? They did stick it on the wall. Yeah, and, and Not I, a table anymore. And, uh, and I said, you sort of go, is that the real one? And they sort of go, oh... What, what do you think it's not the real one you know and it's all a bit sort of nudge right, nudge wink wink okay, and you go yeah, alright yeah. so it's probably not there was no <laughs> table was there were there any knights come on how many knights were there because oh. if
2: there were more than six they'd be in trouble now wouldn't they they
3: would be very much exactly. in trouble yeah absolutely and if they
2: didn't they weren't from the same household yeah <laughs> Yeah, but, I well, don't know that we should be talking a, about this, actually. It's a what, huge table. Was right? it eight out to help out, Monday just we <laughs> Were the night uh, 80 out to help out? Night out to help
3: out. Oh, come on. <laughs> but we had a night in yesterday, of course, watching England versus uh, Denmark. The sixth <laughs> goalless draw in 43 games under Gareth Southgate. Uh, it wasn't... It was a bit crap, wasn't it? Let's be honest, fish. <laughs> sixth
2: 0-0 nil, nil out of 43... Mm. It's such a nothing stat that it's des- that this game is deserving of being part of it. Do you know what I mean?
3: It doesn't tell us anything about anything. It's no. a nothing, nothing stat. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, it, it was so nearly the seventh, of course, uh, after that Iceland game. Um, but I... Uh, I wonder how seriously some teams are taking this UA for Nations League compared to last time, of course, because one eye on the Euros next summer, Southgate did talk about trying a different formation. And he said some of the players that weren't at the disposal, because he had a lot of uh, dropouts, of course, and then the, the two lads who had to. Dropouts and chuckouts. Exactly, exactly yeah. <laughs> Pullouts and a sex festival. That's
4: the last <laughs> orders in I don't Hartlepool. i say isn't pull
2: it? Out and sex <laughs>
4: And a sex festival. <laughs> we don't know what went on. <laughs> uh, yeah, Javish,
3: help me out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it was... Um, I mean, I don't really mind experimentation. I'm not mm. talking about... I was about to say, them. what are yeah. talking about now? No. <laughs>
3: um,
2: but there, there were parts of of that game yesterday with England playing that 3-4-3 three, that three, was mm-hmm. without the baller, 5-4-1 and... Yeah, you
3: know, and all that business. Yeah, um,
2: I kind of wondered that i I don't mind the experimentation i, I totally yep. understand that yep. i i was it's interesting because, as you say they're not taking it as seriously as they did last year because this is the first instance that england have mm-hmm. uh used four debutants in a competitive match since something like the sixties yeah which uh, sorry nineteen sixty two yeah right and it speaks to me that they just didn't really regard it as a competitive match. Otherwise, they wouldn't mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have done that. Then four years later, what happens?
3: Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's <Don't you see? laughs> a very, it very good point. Hello, <laughs> <Well, laughs> Qatar. <laughs> if we won World Cup in Qatar. 50-degree <laughs> heat. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and it and it was because of that game yeah. yesterday in Denmark. Yeah. yeah, Gibraltar managed three shots on target against Denmark. Yeah, and we managed one. <laughs> <laughs> was it think, just the one? I think, think maybe it was, it was two. A... Was it okay? I think right. we got up to two. Good on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it was
2: two. Yeah, uh-huh. but, but I mean, I, I, to be honest, I, I don't mind the experimentation because you know it works both ways, doesn't it? Either either Southgate looks at that and thinks thinks as I thought in that. It's it's a fine formation if England have their full full players mm-hmm. at their disposal, um, but the limitations of those players yesterday was quite evident in the system we played. Or oh, the yeah, lack of
3: uh, lack of experience.
2: Yeah, so. of course. Yeah, yeah. And, and and similarly, if we're you know, but when you experiment, you find out things that you don't want to do again, and you might know that there are certain players that yep. we need um, for that system to work. And when so specific players are not there, for example, I think Kyle Walker mm-hmm. would be really good on that right side when you've got. Alexander Arnold as the marauding wing back and mm. definitely definitely need a left sided mm. a left footed player rather mm. doing that left wing back role. When you don't have those players that, mm. at your disposal, that's probably not the one that not the system that you're gonna gonna use. Yeah,
3: mm. yeah. No, I know what you mean. I mean it was a, it was a big ask for uh, for for Calvin Phillips playing in the centre uh, of midfield for his England debut and also again w- with with Declan Rice, who I think at the moment is still probably not fully up speed you know in terms mm. of starting for, for England in the centre midfield even like though he Dier has Cody, done Daya Cordy Phillips Gomez Rice is kind of right. yeah so it's, it's a big ask in a dodgy in a formation that is creeping into fashion mm. you know I know that a few teams have, have tried it out in the Premier League and, and so on um Give it Raheem seemed to be the plan. Yes, that seems that seems to be the sort of the go to for England, yeah. doesn't it, at the moment. Kane nearly scored. that'd have been lovely. Another undeserved win. Right at the end <laughs> would have been would have been just a ticket. Um but but Cody was very impressive and it, it was all about the post match uh interview with Cody, wasn't it? I mean that delightful mm. Peter. Yeah, I mean, that's what international football's about, isn't it? What, being interviewed
4: in front of some um, law good up perspex? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so sorry, okay. Fine. Uh-huh. And we are nailing. <laughs> we are absolutely <laughs> nailing. Never nail perspex, it will fracture well, out. Oh, so yeah. It's the time for perspex, isn't it? It is, yeah, Perspex so, everywhere. Yeah. Between tables at pubs? I imagine the Perspex, level, uh, the, pers- the use of Perspex is up there with, you know, these of concrete in China two yeah. years
3: ago, you know. It's always good to have some perspective, uh, rubbish. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cody was good though, he was, he was a, a bright spark of course and if England, much of it has been made if England wanted to play a back three he'd perhaps be one of the men for the job. Um, uh, Jack Grealish came on. He was sort of purring as well. Vish, I mean, he, it was mostly t- Can do, he
4: purr for 15 minutes? <laughs> I
3: think so. It's a yeah. a moment getting your first cat. Yeah,
2: I mean, oh, cats yeah. don't really purr for long, do they? No. no, Because no. they're <laughs> it depends b- what you're... pricks, basically. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so they really make you work for it. and yeah. they, they never Cats look... are pricks. No, they are, yeah. yeah, yeah pricks. Pricks. I can't, I, I can't remember who, who said this. It's a well-used line, but it is. if a cat could talk, it would lie. Yeah, yeah it's I nice. firmly believe that. Yeah. I like that. Just what you said about, and this relates to Greece as well, but what you said about Cody, is, it's quite an interesting thing with regards to, he talked about, um, you always want to be on England duty when you're on the periphery or when you're on the outside of the group because it looks a lot of fun. And mm. he mentioned that in the press, everything's England, England, England during the mm. international break yeah. and... You know, it, it it sounded like he was talking about a party that he finally got invited yeah. to. Do you know what I mean? Um, and that's what Gareth Southgate has cultivated. And mm. we're probably at the point now where that's about to stop. We're about to stop giving Gareth Southgate credit for yeah. making that environment so welcoming and and making it so fun. Because as we know mm-hmm. from the last twenty years, it, it hasn't been probably since well, you know, since uh, mm-hmm. Euro '96. And now we're in a situation where we want proper results because we've got players. Yeah of a certain level, who can play really attractive, engaging football, that it can take us so long to bring on a player mm-hmm. like Jack Grealish, given what we know he's capable of, mm-hmm. and think of all the absentees from yesterday as well, that we're going to stop giving him credit for essentially turning a crash into like mm-hmm. some kind of... Really lovely, engaging after-school club. Wipe down
4: actually, those inflatable unicorns.
2: <laughs> exactly,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. He's coming on. to town. <laughs> give
2: them. us some proper results. I don't
3: mean, <laughs> but, I mean, two semi-final appearances, if you do include the UEFA Nations League.
2: I don't, but go on. Okay.
3: <laughs> I think, well, because beating Spain away in that group, people said, you know, well, Southgate's not sort of beaten top opposition. So two years ago, be, that? Yeah, uh, was it two years? Yeah, I suppose it was. And France, Belgium, and Portugal are putting loads of goals past teams,
4: mm-hmm. and these are the these are the teams that we were told two years ago that sure. we were up uh, up with, up with.
3: Absolutely, so yeah. No, no, I I, I agree with that I'm just saying in terms of results. So, I mean, Luke was beating the drum that England should be kind of sort of semi-final, final final or something like that for the Euros next summer. I mean, I just think you have to wait and see how the draw pans out and and so on, because England... But Southgate's comments about Foden and Greenwood, I mean, we know they sort of been talked to death, I think, but his comments about um, how from the off the back of the World Cup, he said, you know, you have you, 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 the, the players who are big for him, you know, and he mentioned sort of Kane, Sterling, uh, Trippy. He mentioned Dyer as well, you know, you could chuck Henderson and one or two others, Maguire even into the into the mix of that. And he said, you know, the, the fine work that those players did building the the, the squad, uh, sort of harmony in the spirit and so. And he said he doesn't want younger players to come and go. Yeah, cheers, nice one, lads. Right, yeah, we'll we'll turn up and just sort of piss about now. Mm. And that's his challenge I think and this Foden and Greenwood thing is, is quite interesting because do you crack the whip because that could be seen as a little bit unnecessary or do you go a bit leaning and you kind of risk that I mean I, f- I found it interesting that Roy Keane said on, on the on the, on the telly last night he said you know Southgate talks about trust of these players he said well trust is a, is a two way street Peter as you once yes. said and he said that actually as you're a young player you want the manager to, to come out and sort of back you as well so it will be interesting to see what happens but I, I think that
2: Keane was siding on the was on the side of the player who was acting up on international duties well that's why it was it's weird that
3: I know it surprised me he basically <laughs> said that Southgate shouldn't go in heavy he said they've already had their punishment it's done and as as, as young players who all misbehave and so on you want the manager to now come so. No, I, I think these players are good enough. I stand by them, and Kim saying if they're playing well for the, for the club, then that's the end of the debate for him.
2: I think you can you can still do that while reprimanding them, though. Mm.
3: Yeah, I was I just
4: surprised. Take the waistcoat off. Say, am I not enough for you, <laughs> gentlemen? <laughs> am I not sexy enough?
3: Yeah, it's 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 true. Do you think uh, he's going
4: to sit them down? And be like, Look,
2: I, I know I, I know I'm getting older, and I know I'm not looking after myself as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, just tell me what needs to change. <laughs> Just tell
4: me. Look, we can go to the torture garden. When we're allowed back in, it's yeah. fine.
2: We'll try different stuff. Uh-huh. We could ask your friend. You ask know. your friend.
3: Yeah. What are, the, <laughs> what, are the, what are the what are the Belgians doing, right? Let's copy them.
4: That's yeah, well, are they? They're, yeah,
3: having they're having a whale of a time, aren't they? Five one against Iceland. I mean, they they top the group quite handsomely. I mean, is back heel. Whoa, hello. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's lovely
4: stuff. I mean, there's a lovely shot on his Twitter. There's like seven or eight. It's like that Mar- that first Maradona shot. It's mm-hmm. obviously break of a free kick against. Now not really indicative of what was actually happening. <laughs> but um, there's like seven or eight Icelandic players
3: in mm. in the uh, in the. Box and he's just having a
4: lovely time <laughs> taking
3: the absolute pace. I wonder if Southgate is quite wary of the Belgian threat and is in his kind of making sure that the defense is a bit more tight so when we play against Belgium we won't get hammered because Belgium are, cl- I mean, they're, they're right, late
4: in no- the third place playoff. Yeah, <laughs> well, Belgium
3: are the, the number one, uh, you know, top of the FIFA rankings, aren't they? Mm. Which, uh, I find it quite intriguing how they do the ring. I mean, we've had this sort of chat before. I mean, they didn't get, they didn't even make the last four of the UEFA Nations League. Obviously, they finished third in the World Cup. Stop, stop been...
4: saying the UEFA Nations League like, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it <is> a, <laughs> stop trying tra- to make it happen. It's You're not going to happen. <laughs> You're in the pocket of UEFA Nations League. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Big UEFA Nations
4: League. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: We're here on the side of big
4: perspex. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a divide. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. I, I Well, uh, what do you reckon? Of the, uh, Belgium is surely sort of smelling blood when they think of that England tie next month.
2: Yeah, yes. yeah I, I mean I, I agree with you. I I think that formation that England used yesterday is to counter teams like, like Belgium I mean it's not going to work is it I don't I think giving De Bruyne more of the ball is ever a good thing <laughs> well,
3: um, we'll just sit off them oh, no.
2: but like, so it, when England play Belgium are we going to assume mm-hmm. that they're going to play the same system that they used yesterday no
3: I don't think that ok likely. so
2: you reckon they'll what formation do you reckon they'll go back to
3: well I don't know I think that I think he, Southgate said about you know because I thought England have always got to have three in midfield they've always got to there's, ever since Hoddle did that in the sort of late 90s to me England of, should have always kept that and the an amount of four four twos and all the rest of it. They've got to have three in the center of the pitch because England just get overrun. Blah uh, blah 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 blah. I've said that so many times. So a three five two maybe you do sacrifice a winger, probably Sancho. Uh, I, but I don't think Sancho's done a huge amount in an England no. show it's obviously a very promising player. he's been brilliant in the Bundesliga and, and my goodness he's going to have a great career he's already having a great career but I, I think it probably is worth the sacrifice to be perfectly honest with you even if you had Ryson and well Dyer now is a defender isn't he although I, I think he's actually done okay in that, in that midfield position but you have I don't know Winks and Henderson with with somebody in front of them who's, who's a bit more tacking, or you have Winks as the pivot and, and Henderson and another shuttler in there. Delhi Alley maybe, if he mm. comes back, somebody like that. Mm. Um, so it could look very different, that England side, uh, next month, you know, for the friendly against Wales and then the game against Belgium.
2: Yeah, Carragher said to me, really interesting on Sky yesterday, um... And it was interesting because he said it so unequivocally, mm. but he was like, England just can't play two at the back. England needs to play
3: three at the back. Yeah, and, and they easily. need three in the middle of the pitch as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: so we're kind of, you know, <laughs> that's six players. Suddenly, I, I, and we've got four other players to work with. Essentially,
3: I know. want to play a 5-3-3. Three, three. That's what I want to do. Yes, yeah. So maybe we just sacrifice Pickford. Maybe that's <laughs> the <way. laughs>
2: Yeah, like in ice hockey where they pull the goalkeeper. Why don't we do yeah, that? I
3: think that has to be the way. Yeah, Pickford is like, he just plays as a sweeper. But still got the keeper shirt on, obviously you've got original.
2: Maguire yeah. can go in goal, can't he? Yeah, he, he can, he, do can it be, he can be rush goalie. Yeah, I think so. He's like built like um do you remember Goldeneye where he could do Donkey Kong mode? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, you've yeah. got like little bodies with big heads. Big. <laughs>
4: kind of Harry Maguire's built a little bit like that. Yeah, that could be. Him. If could you've got him. Like, if you're looking at the keeper, if you're looking to give the keeper the eyes, you're just kinda of like, well, you know, you're looking at that massive head and you go, mm. I'm, I'm just gonna hit his head, aren't I? He's massive. Yeah, yeah massive. you'd like
2: and because his eyes would be so big, because mm. presumably they're proportional with the head, you yeah.
3: he
4: mm. would just be looking into
2: one eye
3: one far away. Apologies for anybody who has a big hand, <laughs> um, uh, myself included, or a small one. Uh, <laughs> what about the world champions? Eh, it was a repeat of the 2018 World Cup final last night, four-two to France, same scoreline. Yeah. pleasing, isn't it?
4: It was it was pleasing because they had like 50% possession each. Yeah. Uh, same off-target goal attempts, five corners each. It was, just, it was kind of really evenly matched in the stats, but yeah. obviously an exact repeat of what we uh, saw
3: before. I think so. The moment of the, I'd say the whole evening in the international roundup, as we're not calling it the UEFA Nations League, um, was that uh, Deanne Lovren touch. Onto his left foot mm.
2: Maybe he is the best player In the world I
3: used, to th- I used
2: to think He was an idiot Oh my goodness going on like he, he
3: took <laughs> that Magnificently well
2: it, Just uh, Maybe that's the confidence You know He is a very, very best Yeah Yeah absolutely <laughs> it was, it was He's so so confident And says so many things And yeah. then he did that And I was like Maybe I'm the idiot. Yeah. Maybe I'm the one who's wrong here. Brilliant
3: goal. Uh, Rivaled it into the corner. I mean, the, the French equaliser, I think it was the equaliser from Griezmann, was, was a lovely move, wasn't it? That was very, very pleasing indeed. Uh, also pleasing to see Olivier Giroud, so often not among the goals, getting mm. his 40th international goal. You think, oh, that's actually quite a lot. Um, or, or He's got 11 off Thierry Henry uh, at the top of uh, France's goal scoring chart. They
2: love him. One behind Platini. Yeah. yeah. Olivier Giroud. <laughs>
3: Look, I, it, it just works. It's just when when you're not looking, he scores. I think.
2: But the and then he no, doesn't
3: say was, anything yeah. about it. You go, did you just score a goal? He's like, <laughs> I was I was having this conversation um,
2: with someone maybe a couple of months ago now, and I I don't think we'll ever be able to mm. d- to discuss even how how good Giroud is because there are so many up and downs. That yeah, he's. <laughs> just a nonsense of a player and because <laughs> because uh, so, uh, someone someone said this a while ago but he could show his kids um mm. you know highlights of his goals and they must think you're the best player in the world. Yeah. <laughs> he's got some absurd goals. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I, mean,
3: I mean, 40 international goals. Now, I understand he's not a one in two man. There's a, a lot of caps there, but it is quite phenomenal. And he's, as you say, he's one of those sort of forwards that's a bit of an enigma. If you think someone, uh, say, an English version, like Emil Heskey, and you think, you know, people would say what well, he brought to the team and so on, he'd pop up with the odd sort of uh, big goal. But in 62 England internationals, Heskey got seven goals. Mm. And that does tell the story yeah. of his goal scoring record, if you, if you see what I mean. But, but Giroux, as you say, he just. <laughs> It's,
4: it's like it's like um, I mean Podolski's is probably another one who mm. who who, who did, whose goals record on um for his clubs wasn't as anywhere near as as good as his German performance but it's just yeah. like it so rarely happens this kind of stuff but sometimes you just fit into a system that has been played for a long time and it's good to see um players like Martial coming on as well who yeah. who, who, who are who are at, he, starting to cement his his place in the side because he he just he has been excellent in the French mm.
3: side well, What about Eduardo Camavinga? Mm. Peter Talking about players coming on, what is he, 17? Uh, France's youngest player in over a century? No, Martial's 16, so it's fine. Oh, is he still a prospect? I just, <laughs> France is just the, the endless production line of
4: <laughs> it's showing players.
3: players it's phenomenal. I mean, they really could dominate uh, world football for a while, like Spain did, but then, you never know, as we see in the 21st century, when the World Cup comes around, mm. it is quite fashionable, and I will use the word fashionable, for the champions to go out in the first round. But yeah. I'd like them to keep up that tradition. It's quite, um,
2: quite distressing as well because the one thing you used to rely on is them having a big training ground bust up at the first week of a major
3: tournament. Yeah, they seem to have stopped that. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, some sort of inception there. I think. Yeah, if, I think Pogba's. Could, you know, he could be involved in that inception in his mind. Something.
2: Maybe that's. Maybe that's the way England win a major tournament. They just start like this wicked whispers mm. in other other groups you know on other training camps
3: yeah I think Mm. that's the way forward Uh, Portugal beat Sweden 2-0 101 international goals for Cristiano Ronaldo Um, he said that he's after Ali Dai's record uh, in in the men's game Um, and my goodness as if anyone was going to doubt him and I I can vividly remember when he was on about 80 international goals and we were like well, he's still quite a bit off, but you wouldn't put it past him. I mean, it's well, I just, th- it sounds so ridiculous that we even doubted for for a oh, moment. I mean,
4: like, who's 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 second in, like, it's like Eusebio and like you, and and Pele's up uh, there, isn't he? And well, no, no, for like I mean, for 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 for, for oh, for I see, sorry, yeah, yeah, just just he's just he's, he's hacked them to death. <laughs> <laughs> In a translucent Mac. Yeah. Because he is a little bit like, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Patrick Bateman, isn't he? Mm, <laughs> he's yeah. a little bit... Which one's I,
3: Patrick Bateman? He's American from American Psycho.
4: Psycho. Oh, okay. You could see him listen to Huey Lewis and
3: he just does you Eusebio Dirty. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, after looking at himself in the mirror while he scores his
3: goals, yeah, no, yeah after yeah. football, Peter, he will need a brand new drug. <laughs> I think we can say for the Huey Lewis and the news fans out there, but um,
4: he'll go on. To, he will go on to score more goals uh, for uh, international level post 30 than he did before he was 30, which is that's uh, How many, how many record,
3: how many people have done that before? Not many, not many, if at all. No, <laughs> uh, but yes, I mean that second goal of his, it just sort of wafts it into the net. You know, it just. It's absolutely it fantastic.
4: Yeah, it was fantastic. Like, uh, it, it, like João Felix hitting Portugal's like fiftieth mm. shot at uh, it was Olsen in it. Um, and that, uh, and Alston just sat on the floor. going, What are you doing? Like, why, <laughs> why have my defenders done me like this? Because he's he's just he just he was so busy in that match, and he made some really really decent serves. Yeah. But yeah, you ain't gonna keep him out. Did, yeah. you, did you see a bit of Shea Given in his oh, eyes? Oh yeah, Shea Given, Martin Depravka, all that. <laughs> all, the, all the hits. Yeah. Lionel Perez. Lionel Perez, never
3: never dirtied his boots, but still, he didn't fancy it. <laughs> did you see, Ronaldo's apparently signed a £1 million deal to appear in a compare the market ad.
4: Oh, fair dues, right, okay. They, yeah. they, they, they do some deep pockets, Little
3: Mix and, and, and one of the most greatest footballers. Yeah, they go perfectly together, don't a, a source and I do stress a source, uh, said this about it. Christiana has never one to turn down a money-spinning deal and jumped at the chance to earn this dosh for what it is. Essentially, an afternoon or so's work. Compare the market, love, a big-name signing, so we're delighted to get this one over the line. Hang on a minute, you've just sort of revealed where the source was there towards the end of that <laughs> yeah, point, yeah. Huh? You sound like an employee. Yeah.
2: Also, yeah. Who, t- who talks like that? It reminds me of, like, a, there was a story in the tabloid ages and ages ago about um, a woman whose husband had left her for a for a vampire... <laughs> Basically, oh, all right, and the quote at the end was, Would you take him back? And she apparently said, No, she would say fangs, but no fangs.
4: <laughs> and I was
2: like, Did she bollocks say that? Say
4: that? Did she say that? She said that <laughs> fangs, but no fangs. Like,
2: who says money spinning deal?
4: <laughs> yeah, jumped at the chance. A sauce, Dave in the newsroom. <laughs> Love
3: that, right? What a way to finish the first half, gentlemen. Mm.
5: i'm nicole goodman and i'm lauren mishcon in 2020 self-care can seem like yet another overwhelming job for women every
1: week we test out a new kind of self-care so you don't have to firstly can we just clarify how we pronounce it? Kombucha? Yeah. Ah, kombucha kombucha yeah self-care club wellness
5: road tested so that was the first day you know it was just the not slipping into the complete default mode of what i normally do which is have a go at my husband for what he hasn't done and you know all of that stuff i kind of stopped okay so it was more the absence of meanness rather than the projection (laughs) of kindness at this (laughs) initial point yes Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. This week we are testing out menstrual cups. How are you feeling? Dreading it. I know that you love to give a practice that's all about down below. I'm not interested. I've never even really thought about it since before I met you. That-
1: never thought about your vagina until you
5: met me. It doesn't get a lot of airtime. <laughs> it doesn't get a lot of airtime. No, it doesn't. The self-care club is a Sakano production.
3: Welcome back, everybody, to the second half. Oh, baby, it's time for this. We concentrate on the topics.
1: We're pretty good to many topics today.
3: That's right, it's time for the topics, everybody. You can sign anyone for your club, but they can't be a player. Who would it be? And what would they be doing,
4: mm, uh, Lorenzo on Twitter? Excellent name, excellent tweet. I have had an epiphany: Ben Stiller as Man United's kit designer. Except it's not a dream; it's actually become a nightmare
3: reality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear! Do you know what <laughs> I know? I know two separate people who don't know each other, right? Who've bumped into Ben Stiller asking for directions in Central Park.
4: Oh, isn't that odd? Cool. That's, that is weird. That he's is quite odd, isn't Look, it? He just hangs around in Central Park. Must do.
3: Yeah. He must do. Well, one of the, one, one of my friends said that uh, he's, he's walking around Central Park and he just he was a bit lost and he just saw this guy and said, hello, chap. I'm a good man. Uh, I'm an Englishman in New York and, uh, um, uh, you know, need to go to here or whatever. And, the, and and as he started explaining, he sort of looked at him and he's thinking, it's bloody Ben still on that. Oh, and then, he, and, then he, sort of and then Ben Stiller sort of realised that he realised who he was. And he was like, oh, thanks. And then Ben sort of shuffled away. Yeah. And a few people were looking around. Is that Ben Stiller? And then he was gone. He disappeared. He lives under a bridge. <laughs> he must <laughs> do. And it pops out when he thinks pops someone needs his, direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: Fascinating. He eats Fascinating! <laughs> ben Stiller eats pigeons <laughs> in gets, Central
2: Park. He gets ten pigeons to chase him, and whoever catches him gets the. Yeah, <laughs>
4: That is an off-air joke. That's an off-air reference, Vish, that we cannot get into. All oh, right,
3: I, I'm on. I'm none the wiser either, good, ladies and gentlemen. Good. I'm all glad. I'm saying is, I'm, I'm glad.
4: Looking forward to Walter a, Mitty too. A story I once told. <laughs> I interviewed him for. You the you share this for Walter Mitty? No, you no, can't. No, okay. no. no. Uh, but what, uh, I interviewed him for the junk for Walter Mitty, and he and Ben Stiller gave me an idea for a film, which I shall not be revealing
3: on here. Why? May I tell you off air what? Well, just saying, there's too much chat off just air, here, ladies and just gentlemen. Saying. I have no idea, but Vish, you've got something to say. Yeah,
2: I've got on air and online chat from Suckermatic oh. Method on Twitter. As a United fan, I would hire Gordon Ramsay as the demotivational coach. <laughs> Nothing would counter Olay's annoyingly optimistic first game into you after a 1-1 draw. Then Ramsay screaming, you are an idiot sandwich! Probably after De Gea Howler. Yeah,
3: <laughs> bloody Ramsay. Uh, Connor from Dublin emailed in saying, I think I would hire myself as a ball boy or steward for my club Shamrock Rovers. That's an interesting take on it. This means I'll be able to watch live football and not through a TV or mobile screen. We have AC Milan coming next Thursday in the Europa League. What a bonus that is! Oh, Connor Connor, you're in the hat <laughs> <laughs> fantastic yeah lovely old job mm, that man. Um, do you know what I the, the other celebrity spot that again two friends of mine I've just realised there's two different people yeah. saw now this is a little bit more wait for me to finish outside uh, in central London yeah. I don't know if it, uh, McDonald's on Leicester Square right Central. if anyone's been out of central I'm sure they're familiar with that mm-hmm. um, just e- eating their uh, McDonald's outside I don't mm. know what it was fish but I don't think it was a fillet of fish right um uh, limousine outside, window goes down, Stan Collymore inside. Okay, don't worry, it's not one of those stories. And he goes, um, oh, anyway, I can get a burger around here, lads. And they're sort of like, yeah, there's McDonald's <laughs> there. And then he and, he and then he just like waves a Big Mac in the air and just goes, cheers. And the window goes up. That happened to two people I know in two separate occasions. Is that
4: Stan Collymore's big joke?
3: Yes, I think right, so. Okay.
4: How weird is that?
3: Uh, quite weird. It's yeah, a, it's a really bit like weird. Chris Eubank apparently used to drive his kind of like four by four lorry up and down the coastal road in Brighton on a Friday, Saturday night, beeping everybody. Yeah. Bill, Bill, <laughs> N- Bill Nye roll, that... roll,
4: roll rolling around um, Soho is uh, is a is, is that a quite trait. enjoyable? <laughs> it's quite he just does it a lot. He just Bill Nye know.
2: the Science Guy. Uh no,
4: no. Oh, am I am I getting confused? No, no, Bill Nye in Love Actually. Yeah. Who's the other Nye? Who's who's the
3: Science Guy? Nye Nye. <laughs> I think they're related. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of the topics. We concentrate on the topics.
1: We're pretty good to many topics today.
3: Do get your suggestions in for the topics this week by either emailing us show at footballrambledaily.com or via Twitter using the hashtag RambleTopics. Right, gentlemen, good news. Uh, September is the month that we're in and football will be shown live on TV. It's happening. All 28 games Come in on. the Premier League will be televised, with Burnley and Leicester even appearing on the British Broadcasting Corporation, Vish. Yeah,
2: poor bastards. <laughs> <laughs> they always get the weird ones, don't they?
3: Brendan um, Rodgers-Leicester, Sean is
2: burnley what a treat for the households of Great Britain. Now that you put it like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, um, you bitch. <laughs> 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 the, um, yeah, this is this is quite a... This is a nice move, although I do wonder how we come out from it, because obviously... No, no, generally, because... Are we talking about the pandemic or...? Well, well yeah, of course. Ultimately. But, but ultimately, if they're going to show every game on TV, mm. at what point do they start kind of stripping back and... and yes. Because people are going to be used to this by Five-minute five preview. Well, <laughs> like yeah. Like in the 90s. Yeah. Well, I, think, I think they do that in the NBA now. I think you can watch, like, part of an NBA game, the end part of an NBA game. Okay. Or you can watch the first part and then you can choose to buy it. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, but the... I don't know I just, I just think it'd be really interesting how we come out of this because more people are watching football now because it's ubiquitous and teams who mm-hmm. aren't usually on TV and having that and then at the same time they probably need to cut it all off when people are allowed back into the stadium because the big money spinner for a lot of clubs is yeah. having fans in the grounds. and obviously just because it's Premier League teams it doesn't mean it doesn't affect everyone lower down who yeah, yeah. would normally go to those sure. games but might actually choose to watch you know, Liverpool City on TV instead mm. So yeah, they're in a weird spot, I think. Well, the, the Premier uh, League
3: said it was considering appropriate appropriate arrangements for October games.
4: Well, well, especially it's weird because well, so so it'll, it'll start to be phased out presumably, but mm. obviously we're not going to have capacity crowds at these, mm. uh, these things. So if you've got a season ticket or you want to, mm. you are the sort of person who would be going to every match, even if you're just buying a, a ticket week by week, you're not going to get to see your team. And, yeah. and, and this the situation as it was last week, where um, football matches are going to be taking place, and nobody will have you know that said Schrodinger's cat. Of football, it's yeah. like didn't Newcastle get beaten by West Ham or did West Ham <laughs> uh, you know, beat falter. themselves? <laughs> it will be definitely be the latter, yeah. Uh,
3: I, but yeah, it's it's it, it's it's a weird situation. Very very strange situation. Well, it is. Yeah, I mean, we should stress that most of the games won't be on terrestrial TV, of course. No, but but yeah. but I th- I think what needs to I think it pulls it in stark um,
4: relief that the it's actually quite a strange situation that we've got four, uh, four well three or four um, competing broadcasters um, where we have to sign up for everyone's individual thing that mm. on the chance. That your team might be playing so what will happen is the the, the you know the, the the there will be a premier league network eventually that they sell their own product on um but then where's the bidding was going to come from so so presumably the premier league would be would probably stick with what they've got mm. but covid has made a mockery of it all it has it really has and the chinese have just went we're not paying for it anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck it yeah
2: well that, that's what you know you you're um well up on media rights and things like that i wondered where what is the end game of all this because mm. i assumed it would be that premier league network but as you said i don't know if it makes financial it sense would, yeah well I think
4: I think the um, I'm going to bring it back to wrestling but when <laughs> Vince McMahon moved uh, the WWE stuff on the network and put all the pay-per-views on the network you didn't have the broadcasting you know all of the broadcasters mm-hmm. in, in, in Mexico and Japan and, and, mm-hmm. and Europe they weren't paying massive amounts of money to, to have these to, to give people access to these pay-per-views mm-hmm. and you weren't dropping 40 quid on watching The Undertaker It'd be shit <laughs> so uh, you, you so you're in a situation where you put everything on the network and then you are in a situation where you are not making quite as much money, so they are, they've yeah. discovered that it's not as big a money spinner as you think, and I think the Premier League might be in the similar sort of situation. It's a very naive uh-huh. um, position to be in because obviously um, internet piracy is so easy and so mm-hmm. ubiquitous and, and everywhere. Um, but there will have to be a more unified, grown-up solution to this because having three or four broadcasters with varying degrees of accessibility on your mobile devices. It just doesn't work for... It certainly doesn't work for
3: me. Yeah, so I think... I'd to, pay a ridiculous amount of money for it all. So to answer your question, Vision, you know, how could it change? What I gathered about Pete there is you won't get a Premier League trophy anymore. You get a belt. Yes. Yeah. That's how... That's what's yeah. going
2: Triple, H, no. Triple H does that, actually. He makes yeah. belts for world champions and, and that teams be? that do really well. Do you not yeah. think yeah. that would be
4: better?
3: You can clock with a big gold belt going. Instead of the FA Cup (laughs) final, stood there on the
4: touchline, money money in the bank. You got to get on a big ladder and grab a (laughs) a suitcase for for a chance at the FA Cup final. And and then the League Cup is the remember the twenty four seven belt. Right. Okay. Well, oh, oh, at any anytime. time. Yeah. 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 You can. You if you grab Jurgen Klopp in a supermarket, mm. you can take a pot shot of the League Cup yeah. final. Yeah. But
2: instead of pinning him, you'd have to like he'd have to go and goal, and you have to score past him, but yes. without him knowing.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. Or, or he doesn't know where the goal is. Yeah. Ooh.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Nice. If that if that became in fashion, I think a Premier League side would quickly get Diego Simeone as manager. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Who's <exactly. laughs> yes,
4: yeah. most likely to have a knife on him? Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: One, anyway. once we've got the belt, no one's taking it off us <laughs> the whole season on the touchline with a belt you know giving it the big one how no.
4: good would that be for, for the league cup if Atletico Madrid won the league yes. cup yes <laughs> I'd have it remember when Zidane's trousers exploded he could have done with about the that there yeah
3: uh, <laughs> exploded isn't the word I would use but they absolutely
4: know. exploded Marcus <laughs> it's like an airbag going off I mean I'm just thinking of trouser explosion <laughs> <laughs> Zidane's <laughs> um, trousers exploded moves was <laughs>
3: very unneatly to Aston Villa Ollie Watkins having a medal, uh, medal? Uh, well maybe mm, he could pro- maybe. He, he could help them uh, there uh, my goodness they Need it, but he's having a medical uh, at Villa. 33 million pounds is what uh, is being reported at the moment. It's not signed sealed. <laughs> this, and is old, this is old school Villa.
4: Yes, Villa, they, <laughs> Villa leads involved in suggestion where they're
3: go, gonna spend big. Did they? I mean, yes, they, they 33 million pounds. I mean, <laughs> I know transfer they don't make any sense, especially mm. when it comes to Premier League clubs, Peter. Yeah. But that is that is a huge figure for a championship striker. I know he was, you know, but he what wasn't f- even. What a fee! Yeah, I mean, Vish is. Uh, you saw a little bit of him last season, as we all did, playing for Brentford in a in a in a in a, in a good side that came up short just about. Unfortunately mm. for them, um, I, I, I think that's a lot of money for a player who quite clearly fitted a particular style and system in the championship. It's a huge gamble that from Villa. It's a good signing, but that kind of money.
2: Yeah, I, I suppose a gamble in the sense that given the current climate, you wonder, you know, maybe we could add an extra 10 million on that in terms of the impact it will have on Aston Villa going forward and how much they'll be able to spend mm-hmm. and and therefore how much they need this to go well. Yeah. I mean, that goes without saying, obviously. Um, but we always talk about on show the show the premium on strikers, the lack of mm-hmm. goal scoring strikers. Yeah. And Aston Villa's big issue last year was that they created chances and they just couldn't really finish them. You know, Wesley was a bit of a. Mm-hmm. Bit of a damn squib. Um, And I think when you you look at Watkins and how he played last year, I've got to liken him to Fernando Torres in that, in the championship specifically, when you look at his 26 goals, they were very, you know, he's very good in the ace, got a fair view headers. He's also very efficient in the way Mm -hmm. um, he deals with the ball at his Mm -hmm. feet, gets into great positions. And if you look at that, you know, that Villa midfield behind him and, Potential service you might get from that Wide and Grealish you could, is still
3: an Aston Villa player. Grealish is an Aston Villa
2: player. They've obviously signed Matty Cash as their yeah. uh, right back from Nottingham Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does it does make sense. No, the
3: signing, I it just yeah. the, the price. I'm slightly like. Mm, well, yeah. when they're
4: looking at like uh, Ryan Brewster, who does have a little bit of Premier League yeah. um, uh, experience, and you know that's twenty million, and Liverpool are insisting <laughs> on having a buyback. Mm-hmm. Uh, clause put in you just sort of go I mean Villa I think teams um, know that Villa have got a bit of cash so that it's just driving up the price and yeah. driving up the price and I think that's why
3: we're we're seeing that yeah. Some. I was quite pleased actually to mention Liverpool and Brewster that they, that they are allowing him to go. They're getting mm. the buyback because obviously believe in him, but allow a young player to allow it. Allow, allow a young it. player to go because you think about the way Chelsea do things and lone ease and so on, and even Arsenal, you know, Emiliano Martinez, you know, how many loan spells he had and mm. so on and, and so forth. I'm, I'm glad that you can put potentially put down roots at another club. You know, you mm. are you will be signed to them and that is your, your team. You won't sort of think, oh, I'll play for these and oh, will I get back there and so well, on. Well, isn't so. that exactly what a buyback loss is giving him, though? No, but but, <laughs> but, but, but it, well, that's sort of saying, you know, we believe in this young man, but he is also... Marvin l- Aloni! <laughs> Speaking of Martinez, Villa were, were sniffing around him as well. Mm. I'd like to see him get some first-team football, more so, because obviously uh, Leno uh, sort of coming back in contention for Arsenal this coming season, but Martinez, I mean... That you know, mentioned Cody's post match. That post match after the FA Cup was one of the moments of the of the lockdown. You could argue. Yeah,
2: no, it was very it was very lovely. And, and and to be fair, you know, he he used the opportunity to put himself in the shop window, and he did. Yeah, and he did, and and also you know, I think Arsenal will do right by him to let him go. Because, mm. You know, be upfront with him, say he's not going to start you know, give him every chance to move on to a club that he wants to go to. Because wherever he'll go, he'll be first choice. And um, yeah, good luck to him.
3: Yeah, yeah. One of his teammates, current teammates, he's still an Arsenal player. Hector Beyrin, have you seen this? Investing in Forest Green Rovers, Peter. Mm. This is up your strata because you love the environment just as much as the next man. And sexy boys. And sexy boys. Yeah, he's become the second largest shareholder in League Two's Forest Green. The fully vegan uh, football club, of course, the world's first carbon neutral sports club how about that FIFA have given them a ringing endorsement as well
4: Hector Baron is just one of those kind of men that you're just, oh, you're just perfect everything yeah, about yeah. you but what he did to Han all Solo your, though all, <laughs> all of your decisions that you have made in the past five years have been spotless yeah would you like to name some of those decisions
3: mainly his fashion sense okay. yeah.
2: some of the clothes the hair <laughs> some of the tacks well and all.
3: now this one as well yeah yeah. Um, yeah I mean incredible Forest Green are showing others the way So many people feel there's no solution to the world problems but Forrest Green are already doing plenty. Um, Yeah, he'll work alongside Dale Vince, the chairman, in raising the environmental agenda in football.
4: He spoke about watching a a video, um, I can't remember who actually put the video together but they um, kind of figured out the topography of where all of the clubs in the Football League Mm -hmm. are located and I think out of the However many there are, I think twenty-three of them would be underwater by twenty-fifty if things keep on going as the the way they are. Mm. And he said that affected them um, pretty badly. So, like he, he, I I think it's kind of the the paucity or the lack of um, uh, leadership on on a governmental level. I've said this before. um, Footballers are stepping up to the plate where our political leaders aren't, and it's incredibly inspirational to Mm -hmm. to, to younger generations. It's inspirational to us, like. Mm-hmm. This is exactly how we should be using our platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of football... And wee-wee with jokes and poo-poo jokes. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of t- a lot of teams do often, it's like they are treading water fish, but if their stadium's flooded, it would give them mm. an excuse, wouldn't
4: it? <laughs> yeah, it
2: would, yeah. Yeah. Are you just wondering, I mean, like, I
3: mean, a, 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 a Mark, Mark Fish? You, kind of, oh, a good one, Mark, yeah, yeah, like yeah that. Yeah, yeah. Mark Fish. Um,
2: I, I had nothing I had nothing there I had absolutely nothing there Sven Joran s- Eriksson was on
3: the show yesterday Vish <laughs> have a bit of respect and you're bringing
4: in Mark Vish
3: by the way I appreciate everybody tweeting me about that if you missed I, I don't know if was on today but it yeah. certainly was on yesterday if you if missed if you yeah, skip the advert you're an imbecile oh, dear. oh wow, oh dearie me Sven Joran Eriksson want a football ramble if you want to hear and it's only for a brief moment and that's all I need <laughs> me mentioning uh, Sven living in Thailand with two ladies yep. then, uh, then two Listen tomorrow. yesterdays. So. he said, "I'm getting a bit older." I, I was expecting him to say, first what I'll do." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, dearie me, um, uh, gentlemen, are you aware of Kieran Amos
4: or oh, Amos? No.
3: Amos, yeah, Maybe. Peter.
4: I'm, I'm aware of him from. Uh, the, I've just been informed of him uh, from Twitter from a new story from the BBC website that was retweeted mm-hmm. uh, on, on Twitter by uh, a friend. Yeah, <laughs> pra- a man under lockdown. Good footballer mm-hmm. lost seven stone amateur footballer semi pro amateur footballer semi pro he lost like something like seven stone under lockdown yeah. uh, to return to the football field and again an inspiration as I drink my full fat coke yeah. <laughs> at, at 11 o'clock in the morning he scored a hat trick yeah and right. he's a defender as well,
3: right? I think he might be, yeah. Right. At, th- at that level, though. Yeah, I must have done it. <laughs> I don't know. It happens. you such a misery guts you are. This man I'm has not. lost... i have I've elucidated.
4: I've explained. I've, I've, I've given you the exposition you needed, Marcus. You just threw it over to me. Well, so well, center... Have you had this block? <laughs> well, I think so.
3: Centre halves all around the country at yeah. amateur level getting hat-tricks. Headers. At volleys. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Enders way you you, you,
2: you, you... you really built him up, and then you scythed him down. <laughs> well,
3: it's not that big an achievement, to be honest. Yeah, no. <laughs> Get Back on the burgers, Amos. Eh, <laughs> but
2: no, that, I mean, it was an incredible story, because, about so like, obviously I had heard him because he, he's in the running order, mm. but just like re- reading a bit around it, mm. about how he had quite a serious injury, hence why he fell out, yeah. fell out of the game. Right. And, and put on all this way. And, you know, a lot of people... He, he could have been that person who sat in the pub being like, well, mm-hmm. I could have made it if yeah. I... And, and what he did is he turned himself around in these and he's got himself a mention on the yeah. Football Ramble. I mean, what more do you want?
3: Psh, knighthood is the only way. Well, I mean, my, to go from there.
2: My lockdown started with me wondering, you know, what am I going to do with my job, and ended with me on the football ramble. Yeah. <laughs> I would say he's one up on me.
3: Yeah, <laughs> only Hard to just... dress that one up as a sideways move, <laughs> innit? <No>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear! Before we go, Peter, did you see Andy Carroll taking videos of new Newcastle United players and yeah. pre- and old Newcastle United? I, I fear that they're in the background crowd. <laughs> <laughs> as in Andy Carroll, yeah. Callum <laughs> <Yeah. Kevin> Wilson <laughs> next to Matt
4: Ritchie. Oh. I cannot stop looking at pictures of Wilson. (laughs) I cannot stop. Andy Brassel
3: made the point yesterday, didn't he? He looks fabulous in the... He looks brilliant.
4: It's like they poured him into that uh, kit. Fantastic. (laughs) Number nine... Come on, Matt Ritchie's still there as well. I know. I love Matt again. One of my players of the season last season. I think he's, he
3: he deserves uh, to to stay in Newcastle. He deserves to stay in the Premier League, in my opinion. I bloody love Matt I was Ritchie. Reading a piece the other day saying that Steve Bruce is the hero in all this because he's managed to basically get uh, Mark Ashley to cough up a few quid. And they yeah. made some good signing. I mean, that's what I mean. Callum Wilson. Okay, he's been injured a lot, but he is an England international, Premier League player, and he goes for what twenty million quid. Mm-hmm. You compare that to say the the Ollie Watkins one. That's why I was a little bit surprised. Yeah, if what uh, I mean? uh,
2: that's fair. Though. It's obviously you know Callum Wilson's had his injury problems mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, no, I think he's a great signing. I was going to just jump off the back of Pete's point about how beautiful Callum Wilson is and say that. He, he, he's got the face that was drawn by Disney he?
3: Yes, he <laughs> I and mean, then like yeah.
2: conversely you know sat next to Matt Ritchie who looks like he was drawn
4: by the creators of South Park
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like but you know there's
4: a very like... little
3: definition
4: in in, in Ritchie's face is it yeah just it's anger yeah.
3: you know <laughs> yeah, my goodness well uh, what a way to finish the second half I think uh, for Matt Ritchie there ladies and gentlemen it's been a pleasure talking to you on, on tomorrow's show of course we have Kate we have Jim and we have Vish again
2: I'm going to stay here yeah, stay and, uh, the night couldn't that get another sense.
3: today could you um, so there we are uh, it's been an absolute pleasure Vish say cheerio cheerio Pete say goodbye say <laughs> <laughs> goodbye You'll love that and it's goodbye from me everybody see you tomorrow
5: this was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST
1: creative network